I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Hello and welcome back to Second Take Movies, a podcast where we give movies a second look, second chance, a second take, if you will. I'm your host, Preston Jenkinson, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Jake Twido. Preston, I'm here to steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Oh, yeah, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Speaking of Nick Cage, rumored that he's going to be playing a version of Superman in the new Flash movie. I heard that, too, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I am a okay with that. That would be, I'd be like, that's perfect. Cash. That's great. <laughs> Sucks you couldn't get Henry Cavill, but you know, I'll just put a CGI mustache on Nick Cage, the same guy. <laughs> uh, today we are talking about uh, National Treasure. What a treasure it is, God! What a yawn. Um, Way more of a heist movie than I remember it being. Heist movie, but also, I just feel like you could play this in school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think I watched this in high school. I wouldn't be shocked if I did, but... Uh, yeah, I don't think we ever watched it in school, but like I, I, had, I saw it when it came out. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and immediately turned me into a conspiracy theorist of like, there are these people called the Knights Templar and the Masons... <laughs> they do everything. Which in in the Assassin's Creed games, the Knights Templar are the bad guys. So it's like, yeah, what do you believe? You know, history is all about perspective. Let me tell um, you, we're gonna dedicate the whole podcast to this. So anyway, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> just turn it to a conspiracy <laughs> podcast out of the the Illuminati has the dollar Illuminati. sign eyes on everybody. Yeah, they just put their symbol out there to taunt people. Why? Who cares? Mm. Um. A historian races to find the legendary Templar treasure before a team of mercenaries is the story of said national treasure. I thought you just said a historian, a racist. A, his- like, a, a historian races. Who did you watch? <laughs> well, you know, a lot of historians you don't know. Um, <clears throat> Allison Benedict of the Chicago Tribune with our positive review, says, overall, the film is alluringly over the top without being overcooked. Yeah. And this is a weird Nick Cage movie, man. He never goes full Cage. He's very... he's. I said he was subdued in the last movie. This movie, he is way, way subdued. Like, there's no... Disney-friendly Disney subdued. Yeah. Um, Robert Wilonski... <laughs> from the Dallas Observer says it's isn't any fun at all which is ultimately the most damning thing you can say about a Buck, Bruckheimer movie uh, that's, yeah that, that guy mm. likes to eat glue yeah <laughs> it's fun what was not fun <laughs> I mean there's a lot of exposition and there's a lot of here's there American is. history and yeah. I can see where that's not everyone's cup of tea but there's enough stuff scattered throughout that yeah, it should be fun. Yeah. So we, we start with, um, of all names, Benjamin Franklin Gates. Jesus. Uh, Somebody. Get, yeah. Learning his, uh, 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 
getting a history lesson from his grandfather played by is that Christopher Plummer? Yeah, that's Plums. That's Plum Daddy. He was the 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 guy the old guy from Knives Out, the first one. God, Which, I forgot that's where. For just for him to be there for five minutes was like really, you paid him to come in for five minutes. I know that I, there's. I feel like he's he's in other stuff the same way. I'm like you only used him barely any. Yeah. Um. Benjamin Franklin Gates. Sorry, I'm so just. <laughs> Yeah, forgot that completely. It's you like, said it, and I went, "Wait, what?" Yeah, that's that's Nick Cage's character in this movie is Benjamin Franklin Gates. His dad's a nerd. You can't trust yeah. him because he's a spy as well. <laughs> but we learn about um, the history of the Templars, and uh, somebody had to rush to the president's house way back when and give a letter to George Washington. Yeah, they're giving a letter to George Washington, and they gave the only clue to the stable boy, who is Thomas Gates. Ah. I don't understand why exactly. That kind of eludes me, but Charles Carroll is who it's supposed to be. Gotcha. And I think he was dying in the coach is what it was. Yeah. He's a a Catholic. I don't okay. Know why that's something I remember him. He's an Irish American. I just remember that much. Uh-huh. I mean, signed the Declaration of Independence. He's the guy I don't ever remember, so right. I always remember him now. The only one I remember is John Hancock because he's like right. He made sure that you saw his name. Yeah, he dumped his Hancock on it. If you know what I mean. Dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever said. <laughs> They're starting off good in this. This is just this is really a crash and burn already. I think for me. Um, um, yeah, but then, um, and was that the note that said like the secret lies with Charlotte and it took yeah. everybody yeah, well, 30 plus years to find Charlotte? That's my first note. It took them 30 years to do like, to get to the first clue. Yeah. Ben Gates deserves full credit for everything because yeah. his family didn't do squat. I mean, he, the, the guys he ends up working with turn out to be terrible people. But like, oh he, yeah, it's Sean Bean. He's definitely gonna die or be evil. One of the two. He does not die in this movie. It's the first Sean, movie I think I've ever watched where he doesn't. Right. You know, because he was he he was Boromir, and took two arrows to the chest. Equilibrium gets shot in the head. He was Alec and Goldeneye. Yep. Blowed up. Blowed up in the first act, and then Before killed at the end of the movie. Honest or whatever yeah. that. Yeah. Ooh, a wolf. It was that's a dumb movie, but it's fun. <laughs> oh god. It is so good. It is so good. Pierce Brosnan sucks, but he is so good. Yeah. So they get to this it cuts 30 to thirty years, years later. Yeah. And they're they're on these these vehicles out in the middle of the ice and snow in Antarctica somewhere, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, those sure. those machines were just looking for Jeremy Rainer. <laughs> oh. I know, man. Terrible joke, but you know what? I made it, Dag Gummit. That guy's doing pretty solid, by the way. He's up and walking now. Yeah, he broke 37 bones in his body. I've watched uh, some of his interviews that he's given, and it's very hard to not tear up watching it. That's all Mm -hmm. I'll say. He's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I want to watch his Disney show. Mm -hmm. Renovations. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of of a dumb name. Yeah, but he seems like a super just 
normal yeah. Keanu Reeves-ish kind of guy. Yeah. Just... No, Keanu Reeves is more talented. What am I saying? Yeah, I was going to say, if you're talking about acting, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I threw it out there, and I didn't want to take it back, but... Yeah. Um, so, we we make it onto the ship with... Uh, we've got Sean Bean. we got Nicolas Cage. we got Nicolas Cage's sidekick. <laughs> described Riley? as... Yeah, Riley. Nerdy computer friend, Riley. Yeah. Because, you know, every hero has to have one of those in their back yeah. pocket nowadays. What did, let me ask you this. Okay. I know, before we get to it, what did Nick Cage's character do in this movie before this? He was just, I mean, like, because they go through his credentials later on. Like, he's got, like, a degree in American history. He is an expert diver. He's got, like, an engineering degree from MIT. Okay. He just had a hodgepodge of different things that he thought would help him find the treasure. Do you think he worked at a gas station? <laughs> Probably. I don't know why. That's... Okay. Yeah. Raleigh Poole is the guy. Raleigh Poole. Poole. Um, and t- it turns out Charlotte is this 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 ship that has run aground in the ice somewhere. It, they never really say where it's at. It's like just the Arctic. In, That's it's it. the Arctic, I guess. And on this ship, they find a pipe. Um, and the pipe has a th- pipe. FYI. A what? A Mercham pipe. What is that? A German pipe. So I think the Mercham's German for sea foam. Just oh. a molded pipe. And Don't ask me how of... I know this, man. I have no <laughs> riddled idea, but it looked like it was made out of ivory or something. Yeah, I think it's like a molded pipe. Yeah. So they they figure out that it's got some kind of writing on the boy cuts his thumb open to do it. Yeah, you couldn't find no ink. Uh, better yet, why don't you just wait? I yeah. mean, I guess you might be another clue there or something, but dude, just, yeah. just wait. What are yeah, because it has this little device on the stem of it to where like, you put rub some ink on it and you roll it out and it has a clue. And um, I can't remember what the clue was. There's an engraving on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, it was written in iron pen, and then Nick Cage, it's like a riddle, and Nick Cage obviously figures it out. And then um, Sean Bean pulls gun on him and says, hey, we got to steal Declaration of Independence. But there's a ton of gunpowder everywhere. Oh, yeah. There's barrels, tons of it. And it's Nick not Cage, 300 years old. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know the shelf life of that, but I'm pretty sure maybe some of that went bad i don't know i'm not a guy i'm not a chemist i don't have a clue right so they survived by finding a secret hatch no dude they died the rest of this movie is just jacob's ladder they're dead yeah they they they, does nick cage go and hide or do they stick him somewhere they hide them. They, uh, him and Riley jump into this little container and they shut this door behind them. Because he drops the flare that he had. Yep. And then the whole ship goes boom on top of them, which, yes, they're dead. Yeah, no way. And then they have to walk back to wherever they were. They uh, definitely get frostbite and die. Yeah. And then it, it, we move on to that, from that to Riley and, and, and Benjamin in Washington, D.C. somehow, just automatically just taking meetings with the FBI and all these people trying to warn them that the Declaration of Independence is going to get stolen. And everybody 
mocks them. I think they use he uses his real name to introduce himself, and all of them go, "Oh, you're one of them." Oh, you're crazy. You're a crazy yeah, person. But then they find the National Archives, and uh, Diane Kruger's up in that joint. Diane Kruger, or Abigail Chase, something. Yes. Yeah. 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 She was, uh, for reference, she was the uh, German in uh, Glorious Bastards. In Glorious Bastards, yeah, that gets choked yeah, I didn't by, know that um, until today. by Christoph Waltz. God, it's the best movie. That's a good movie. <laughs> I'm just watching stuff in my head of that. Like, I saw an ad for that Sisu movie about that. Um, this the the stunt studio and the stunt team that made John Wick, and it's like oh yeah, a Finland. It's based in Finland. It's like a World War Two. Like this guy lived through World War Two and is getting attacked by Nazis. And the, one of the advertising things was the most fun you'll watch killing Nazis. And I was like, I don't know. I saw Glorious Bastards. <laughs> yeah, that's a very 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 hard sell. Yeah, um, she's the. She run the national. She's whatever. She's like a director at the she's national. Director Archives. national archives. Um, I can't remember if it plays off. She's missing a campaign badge. Nick Cage is rage caging on her. Oh yeah, he notices that one. she has a collection like of. A, does he put a like? Does he put something on the badge to make her thumbprints stand out more? Yeah, he, he, he has some kind of solution that he that is like an invisible ink. I'll say. And he Jizz. puts that on the thing. Huh? Nothing. You said something. Yeah, you know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said it was jizz. Uh, it was not jizz. It was too thin to be jizz. Um. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, it's fine. Um, um. So he puts that th- that um, campaign button, the one that she's missing in her collection, he has it. So he puts that in the solution and sends it to her office to say thank you for taking the meeting, at least. But after and, they leave there, you get the greatest line in the entire movie. They go and look at the thing, and Nick Cage and, is just staring at it. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Um, is it the National Library or whatever? Gala? Uh, yeah, they go, to the, they go there... When do they go there? Right, right after they look at like the. Right, yeah, they go right there, and then they explain the whole breakdown of how the heist is going to have. Yeah, because Riley's like got all these uh, blueprints and plans explaining like why it can't work. I'm gonna tell you right now, there's no way those things are publicly. Available. Absolutely. Why would they put that out there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there might be blueprints mm-hmm. of like wherever the Declaration of Independence is. Yeah, but not the case that. Oh holds yeah, it they would the never life. publish that information. Orphans are facing this, 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 this. But they figure out it stays in there most of the time. But during events or cleaning, it goes to the uh, downstairs uh, preservation area. Which I, and I'm sure they have. They do in real life. They do have duplicates of. Yeah. Like, why haven't we made a copy yeah, at I this point? One. I'm there. <laughs> um. I'm going to ask you a really dumb question. This is really going to ask show me my a dumb question. If the Declaration of Independence is destroyed, do we have anything to... 
The Declaration of Independence is destroyed. Do we have independence still? What are we declaring? Yes. I saw. Okay, I went. I saw the Declaration of Independence a couple years ago, and you can barely read it. And um, my brilliance of just like the amazement of like, wow, I can't believe where we are. The guard standing nearby at a turn and said, hey, what happens when this thing fades all the way? Does the country fall? And the guy goes, yeah, <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> and like, I'm kind of joking, but kind of like, wait a minute. He's I'm not too sure. serious. And I look, he's dead serious. And he's like, yeah, I, I like working here because I know as soon as this thing's gone, we're falling. I'm like. All right. Okay. Well, we're gonna go to the next Weirdo. place. Let's get out of here. Maybe don't put the conspiracy guy on the Declaration of Independence or whatever. You know, like I don't know. I was down for. It. I was like, yeah, that that we was have sweet. a copy of it somewhere, and it's in law, like it's recorded and like. But anyway, I don't know. I think I'm with that guy. Yeah. Well, as man, soon as so. that that fleeting piece of paper fades, we're all dead. It's it's magic. You know. Yep. That's good. But the other thing I have to ask you is, do you think they have like a nice animation of it going down to the preservation mm-hmm. room? Do you think that's real? It could be. Somebody, somebody, I think somebody just goes and picks I'm, the I'm thing sh- up. Yeah, I'm sure like after hours, there's like a guy that yeah. comes and takes it out of that. These are the things that I was curious about yeah. the most in this movie. <laughs> I mean, they came up with a clever way to like get to it. Um because yeah. there's temperature sensors, so like Riley has a laser pointer on his camera that raises the temperature on it, and then that is going to send it down to the thing where Nicolas Cage, the reason he put the invisible ink on that girl's hands is so he could see the password she typed in to get into the lab. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. that part. That's the part I forgot. Uh, in parallel, though, you get Ian's group mounting up an mm-hmm. attack so it's kind of fun to see the parallel of the There's two different ways to get there sneaky versus yeah but um he eventually gets down there and i absolutely love that this idiot picks up the entire daggum display like i mean yeah it's, saves him two seconds later because it's a bulletproof glass mm-hmm. and they shoot at him but like that is a bad idea what are you gonna do walk out with this entire frame you dummy he was gonna take it out in the elevator he was gonna get out the frame in the elevator uh, i don't know man that's that's probably better than my idea of i don't uh, have an idea gotcha. don't worry actually yeah no i don't <laughs> what i'd do is just destroy it and then let the, the whole country oh, yeah. fall yeah we'd you know we'd be nothing without that little piece of paper you know Preston, it's not little. It's twenty nine and thirty fourth inch by twenty four and a half. Damn! Look at you. Look Something. at you. That's not right. That's what the parchment. I think that's what. Uh, who cares? <laughs> no, yeah, I got it in my notes. That's what the yeah. uh, remake was because it has the dimensions oh. written on the label. Sorry, got real weird in this yeah. movie for me. I don't know why. Um, so they roll that sucker up plastic, and you get one of the like goofiest. It works. He goes hide in the souvenir yeah. shop, and the lady thinks he's stealing it. It's just like, ah, oh, that's a good joke, Jerry Bruckheimer. Good job, good job, good pull off, buddy. Uh, well, I don't who who actually directed this. It's uh, the Wimberley wrote it. 
But they also wrote G Force and Bad Boys Two. <laughs> and um they're the writers and creators of the T V show of this franchise. Oh. Which was cancelled this week. I, re- by the I way. saw that. I was like, oh, I didn't know they had a... Oh, John Turtletob is the director. <laughs> That's a great name. Cormac and Maureen Wimberly are the writers with Jim Coff. How much, uh... How much cocaine do you think Jay Bruckheimer does? Well... Uh, that's it, it, like, like we talked about last week. That's what his producing partner died of. So, cocaine overdose. So, yeah, John Turtlelot. He did cool oh, runnings. Okay. That's okay. where I know him from. Speaking of which, side um, tangent, I watched um, John Mulaney's special Baby J last night on Netflix. The, co- the cocaine I, made me remember I don't that. Know. Um, I don't know if I'm a Mulaney fan. Well, this is different than his other stuff because his other stuff he was on cocaine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I he he, he talks about stuff, this. Though. This whole special is like kind of his story, but it's like told in jokes and like his story that yeah. he went through getting back on stage. It's pretty watch good. It. I like his other stand up too, but. Well, and I said I don't like him. I think I've only seen him on SNL. Oh, I yeah. don't. Well, his stand-up is way better. I'm not a... Yeah. I, you know what? No, I do like him. He was yeah. on Conan, and it was a very entertaining episode. I'm like, why do I hate this guy? And then I went and watched a YouTube clip and went, oh, that's why. Um, But that's not really him. So that's a good point. He also has uh, um a special with Nick Kroll where they play two old guys. It's on Netflix. <laughs> I think I've seen this and didn't realize why. And I it's hilarious. I have to look up the name of it. Oh, it's it's hello. Oh, hello. Something. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. hello. That's how they say it. Um. Anyway, <laughs> back to this back cracker. To this. Um. They uh. So he has to buy the declaration of he a, does a for fifty two dollars or something. Or buy his phone with his mm-hmm. credit card. Which that was genius. They can't go to their safe house because now they know yeah. his address. I'm like, man, that's smart. Like, that's a good little decoy deal. So n- now um, they have but- to go to. Well, first of all, the Diane lady gets kidnapped, but then they eventually get her back. Yeah, and he and they find out that they gave Ian the fake yeah. declaration. I gave her the fake one, so he right. has the fake one. So she's relieved, but they they go to his dad's yeah. house. <laughs> Dude, you just incriminated your dad. <laughs> What are you thinking? Like, that's dude? the first place You're going they're going to gonna go is like your friends and family. Doesn't he ask them, is she pregnant? Yeah, that's the first thing he says. Is she pregnant? <sighs> so they uh, pull out the declaration and his dad doesn't know what it is. And they're running all kind of tests and she insists to be the one to put whatever... Lemon oil or lemon, lemon juice, juice with mixed water or whatever. And his dad finally lifts it up and is like, oh, my God. <laughs> you, you can't, you can't this. have this here. Um, but they have a, they find a mm. cipher. What's that cipher called? Um, it's an Otendorf. 
It's a book cipher. Yeah, they figure out like I don't how how did they figure out it was the silence do good letters? Um they it, there's a message written on the back of the independence that's from so, the silence gotcha. do good letters. It refers to And it. his dad was supposed to be the one that had the silence do good letters. Yeah. So he and his dad's like, Oh, I, I donated those sorry. to the Franklin <laughs> Institute. Yeah. And so oh, now Tom Cruise turned on me. Now we have to go to Pennsylvania to uh bribe a child to write down letters <laughs> in a cipher cipher. <laughs> I did enjoy that a little bit. I don't know why I was like, ah, it's great. This is fun. And they went and changed and clothes. His dad's car. That's the most important thing. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say, how'd they get their soul's dad's card and tied him up so that he could, uh, Sadusky, the FBI yeah. guy, could pretend? And then they um, they figure out something else that there's some 3D early 3D glasses hidden in a brick. <laughs> yeah, they the, um, on Liberty Bell Tower. The code points them to something bad, like where the shadow crosses. At mm-hmm. a certain time. So they go and look and it hits a brick. I can't remember what those glasses are called. Benjamin Franklin actually did invent those. So that was kind of cool. Like, oh, he actually did make those. Yeah. It's... Um But But then the last there's a last clue that says something to Trinity yeah, Church. Yeah, you, you put on the glasses and you get to see what's how somehow they came up with invisible ink in the seventeen hundreds. Who knew? Uh, I called bogus <laughs> yeah, on some of you know, that. It's, but... it's a we got uh, we got to move the story along. We got to find treasure. Yeah, but you you got the next chase scene where they split up. But one of them has the container and the glasses, and one of them has the Declaration yeah. of Independence. So Ian's team splits up. Uh, they eventually drop the Declaration, and it falls in Ian's hands. And Raleigh and Abigail escape. Yeah. But then Ben gets arrested <laughs> by the dude. Yeah. <laughs> they would have shot him. They just would have. Yeah, he's he's stolen the stolen Declaration of Independence. So like FBI's looking for you. He's it looks like he's stolen his dad's car and like imprison like you know false imprisonment. There's there's that. So it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't remember how he gets. Oh no no that's right. So he's in jail. He's talking to him. He's trying to talk Agent Sadusky mm-hmm. in the crap. But he gets a phone call from Ian, who's like, I'll do an exchange mm-hmm. with you. Come to the USS Intrepid. Yeah. And that's where uh, he's. <laughs> they have a gun that blocks the frequencies of his marker. And the guy holding the camera goes, go by the tower, jump off. <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm good. But, but we, does, and we, we know that he's an experienced diver because we had that whole thing where they pulled a background on him and see I completely missed that again this time because every time I'm like yeah I'm sure this guy can do a very successful jump from that hype yeah. not getting hurt I bet he does but if he's yeah, a diver he's experienced yeah. diver so they they rescue him they rescue him that way and the um the clue on the back of the declaration of independence said here at the wall and somehow they know that means Oh, Trinity Church. He tells, yeah, Trinity Church. But he tells Ian because at this point in time, Ian also has his yes. dad. 
John Voight is his name. But there, were, there, were, no, he, he, he. It says at Trinity Church, and you flip thump something on the glasses, and then it says here at the wall. Yeah, and that brings them to Trinity Church, yep. which is like at Wall Street or something. Yes, yeah, but he alludes it to being the midnight ride at Olmstead Church yeah. in Boston, and he traps them. No, they travel to Trinity Church. Yeah, they, they go inside. Go. Sorry, and you're because right. Because while he's in custody, yeah. he figures out, oh, there's another thing you need to do. Along with that first thing, you got to move to other thing. And that reveals that it should be, uh, when you get to Trinity Church, you're looking for Parkington Lane, which is a person. Beneath Parkington Lane. That's right. So they get trapped. Yeah. And uh, Nick Cage is like, oh, not worried about it. Not worried <laughs> about it. And they find that dude's, they find the dude's grave, right? Mm -hmm. And bust through. And then they, uh, the best part is, first time I watched this, I thought he threw away the top of the pipe (laughs) when he snaps it. And I'm like, they find that hole. And I'm like, how funny would this movie be if he's like, I threw the top away in the Arctic and they just die. (laughs) Oh yeah, because they still have the pipe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But they uh, unlock that thing. And magic. There's treasure. Of and I, that whole scene where they light it up and it expands and it's like, oh, oh, oh. There's transcripts from the library at Alexandria. There's Egyptian treasure. There's this treasure. Like, this treasure is supposed to be like treasure that's been accumulated for centuries. The, the treasure of five yeah. kings. Something like that. Um, I got really confused, man, because... Indiana Jones, I think, messed okay. me up. I thought all this melted right here. <laughs> I thought like all the treasure just burnt down and they didn't know. No, get I it. think you're thinking about Aladdin. I, I don't know what. <laughs> oh, yeah. We need to do that one. We need to do the new yeah. one. No, no. So not only do they find all the treasure, there's also a stairwell that lets them out yeah. of another grave. And, uh, that's where does the guy meet them there? He calls them, I think. Well, before they go into that thing, they they trick Ian to he's going think to think there's another clue. Yeah, yeah. And they said, "Oh, it's like a, a thing in Boston." And he's like, "Well, I'm going to leave y'all here, and then I'm going to go to Boston because I know where to find you." But there's an exit on the other side of the treasure. Yeah. And so Ben negotiates with him and is like, here's what I want. I want my family and Riley to get credit for this. Abigail gets completely freed of anything she's charged mm-hmm. with. No one gets a prison sentence. And he's like, well, somebody's got to go to jail. He's like, I got a guy for you. He's killed people. <laughs> yeah. Way worth it. Um, And Sean Bean gets arrested. Not killed. Arrested. Not killed, but arrested. Um. Then the ending happens, which I don't know why I'm sorry. This is dumb. They're dating. They turn down the 10% finder's fee and only have 1%. Um, which is like billions. Yeah. That's it. Done. We'll never see them again. Wait, there's another one. There's a second one that's not as good called The Book of Secrets where his ancestor is accused of being a collaborator with John Wilkes Booth. And like... He's trying to clear his name, which I would be like, who gives a shit? That's an ancestor. I didn't know him. (laughs) 
No, say it. Go say it. Come no, on. I'm going. <laughs> so my reparations are stupid. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'll pause oh, it really quick here. <laughs> yeah. I. You know what I did forget, though? I haven't watched the second one as much. I've watched this one a ton. I watched this mm. and barely paid attention. And I knew like everything going on. Yeah, that's that's how I was last night. Like but, um, I was like, oh, we're at that part. Okay. But I mean like see like the second one, I probably watched it like five times. It's not yeah. good. It's not that great. It's got Glenn Close in it. Or is that Helen Mirren? I think it's Helen Mirren. That plays his mom. Okay. Yeah, that is kind of a dumb ending. Like, uh, oh, Riley comes in in a uh, Ferrari, Ferrari or Lamborghini, and what? can't drive it, which is hilarious. What else has that guy been in? I didn't mind him in this movie. He played it good. No, he's he's funny. Idiot. Um, if he's in Failure to Launch, he's in The Hangover. That's where it is. Yeah, he's the he's the guy that gets lost on The Hangover. Yeah, yeah. Hangover. Oh god, they never should have. He's made always the more. guy that gets like lost or left out. Yep. Uh, he was in Giggly, too. It's a great movie. I don't know what that is. It's Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Oh, Gigli. G- okay, is that it? I'm, yeah. Look, I'm just using my South Carolinian here. It's Giggly. Giggly. That Giggly's pretty dang giggables. <laughs> that Giggly movie. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, that's like a seven nine. Yeah, like a yeah seven and a half for I wanna, me. Like I want to give it an eight because it's so enjoyable, but. I don't know. Over time, it's not as good. There's a there's a few logic things where I'm like, eh. yeah. The all, already this this idea of a of a treasure that has been accumulated through centuries is like a little far fetched. But yeah, there's some bogusness here. Um, I'm trying to see if I've got any like decent trivia. Diane Kruger did most of her stunt work. Good for her. Yeah. Well, she's German. She can do it. She's cool. Yeah. Uh, this, she got, what, I know she got choked on... She actually did get choked on uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, but that was for her pleasure. Um, the <laughs> This was the first movie that was able to film at Independence Hall in the tower. Really? I think it might be the only one still, even. Yeah, I think I actually remember that from like a, a trip I took there, like a tour, and they mentioned that. Um, I You can't actually purchase this movie at the National Archives. Makes sense. Yeah. I saw it and went, oh, okay. This is great. Uh, there's a lot of weird trivia that I that I have collected over time. None of it's really riveting. It's just dumb stuff. <laughs> I forget that um, the FBI guy is supposed to be a member of like, the Knights Templar or something, secretly. Uh-huh. The director said that the initial rough cut of this movie was four hours. That would have been bonkers. Yeah, I, like I'd love to see some of these like rumored four-hour, three-hour cuts of different movies. I do, but you know what? I, I, I hope this trend stays dead. I think it is right now. No more director cuts or like, yeah, Snyder cut, whatever. Just no, let it go. Like if if the at least, like, give it 10 years or so. Yeah. That's what they did with Blade Runner. Like, 
Yeah, and that was great. I was all aboard for that. The, fi- the final cut is is the movie you should the version you should watch of Blade Runner. I need to watch that again, man. It's been a while. That's during one of the, the press junket when asked if the treasure existed, Sean Bean replied, "When during the press junket, when asked if he believed the treasure existed, Sean Bean replied, it's probably in Sheffield, his hometown.'" The interior of Trinity Church was filmed in the First Congressional Church of Los Angeles. Good, good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone thought this stuff out. Yeah. So now we move on to uh, what you watching, playing, reading, looking at. Man, nothing. I didn't. I went, we went to the beach. I did nothing. So I'm just That's right, working. Yeah. Um. I forget Guardians of the Galaxy comes out next week. Next Friday. That's wild. In my head, that's months away. And then after that, I don't know if you are a Zelda fan, but the new Zelda game on the Switch comes out. So I'm like, well, my life's going to end. Speaking of that, Jedi Survivor comes out this weekend. It looks pretty good, ma'am. I might have to to pick Mm -hmm. it up. I'm not going to do it now because I know that there's... I got too many games I'm playing. Um, I'm not excited about the $70 price tag, but... Ah oh, man, I can't I can't believe they're moving everything up. Even on PC. I really feel like if it's digital, there should be some kind of lesser. Yeah, like what well, what do you need that extra $10 for? I, th- I don't know if I've made this comment to you before or not, but I always base it off of like, well, I bought a Super Nintendo, I mean a regular Nintendo game back in the 90s like $100. So, yeah. It's less than that and there's more content, but still I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, Ted Lasso. We, we talked about yeah. Mandalorian four. That was great, but <clears throat> Ted Lasso still watching that. But what season are you on? Uh, I'm up to date. Okay, so, so you saw the episode where he was teaching Roy how to ride a bike. Yeah, that was fantastic. That was hilarious. That should have been that whole episode. It was I just them two. Just pay, love nothing more. But Ted, they, they fake tripping out. And discover having a barbecue meltdown was yeah. pretty baller. They should have, instead of that episode being an hour, they should have split those up into individual thirty-minute episodes. I think so. I think the same about that would have been week. a whole lot better. I think this week. Well, no, this week's. Have you seen it yet? No. Okay. This week's makes more sense. It's an hour or two, but yeah, hour as well. There we go. Yeah. Like these episodes are too long. Like, yeah, I kind of, uh, I, this sounds awful, but like I always try and have an hour long show and a 30 minute show. Yeah. I usually do too. I don't have a 30 minute show right now. And I'm like, I wish Ted Lasso was that show, but I'm watching, uh, rewatching star Wars rebels. I need to watch that. Well, I think I'm going to start Andor soon. You should, um, Andor probably, I need to watch Rebels. I mean, it's it's definitely made for kids, yeah. But it's still a lot of good Star Wars lore in it and fun times. So, if you have a suggestion for a movie we should do, you can send that to at to Second Take Movies Pod at gmail dot com. You can reach out to us at Second Take Movies on Instagram. Um, next week is another Nicolas Cage film, Knowing, 
I don't know if Jake's ever seen that. I got a look. You we said it a couple weeks ago, and I yeah. was like, I need to look at the cover. No, he did two movies where he oh. like saw the future. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. But this is the uh, is this the Left Behind movie? No. Okay, never mind. That one's left behind. <laughs> oh, wait. He, oh, oh, well, that makes a lot more sense. He, d- he did a left behind movie. Um, he didn't, knowing the the story for that before we get out of here, is uh, MIT professor John Kohler links a mysterious list of numbers from a time capsule to past and future disasters and sets out to prevent the ultimate catastrophe. Oh, <laughs> okay. so it's not all that dissimilar from uh, what was that movie where he could see the future? Next, next. Yeah, that was a that was a good one, ma'am. That was terrible in a really good way. Yeah. So that's next week. Um. So for Jake, I will say we'll see you next week with knowing. <laughs>